Alrighty. There, you did it. Alrighty, we're good there. Oh, that was your clapper? Yeah, that's my clapper. That's all we needed it for. <laughs> that was an expensive clapper. Alrighty. We doing this? Yeah, we're doing this. Dave, do you want a beer? Yeah, absolutely, man. Beers with Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when you insert our audio clip. What yeah, beer, what beer uh, do you want? Yeah, 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 whatever one you, you don't want, man. But you kind of missed a step there. We have to go. Welcome to uh, Beers with again. Dave's. Who's saying that? Do I have to say the first part again? Yeah. Dave, you want a beer? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Welcome to Beers with Dave's. <laughs> How are we doing it? I don't know, man. We'll figure this out. I'm just going to add it in here after. It's good. Everybody, right, let me, let me welcome to Beers with Dave's, okay? There's going to be an intro that's going to play. It's going to be fantastic. Beers uh, with thanks Dave's. For joining us again. Can we... Can we... <laughs> Can we uh, have those beers now? Yeah, I'm going to give you a dirty bond for oh, obvious reasons. That's uh, exciting. Thank you very much. Uh, I just got to pull up the show notes. If anybody knows, Dave was awfully late to this. Oh, I waited outside your office. <laughs> and uh, so now I have to... Uh... Look at the difference of the, like, the complexion of my skin versus yours. Well, I think it's because I have the other light over here. It's going to be a lot better once we, uh, once we get into things. So unlike our first episode, we actually have talking points this time. I think that uh, we should cover uh, the future, okay? The future? And the future. And I think we should also cover the meaning of money, okay. all right? So what, what do you mean by the future? Like, uh, Well, we'll get there. Androids? Yeah. Androids, artificial intelligence, that type of stuff. And, uh, and <laughs> we'll finish it off if we have time. With uh, if we're dog or cat people, okay. This is uh, going to be a riveting episode. I know that you're neither. <laughs> oh no! We'll go through that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> okay. Alrighty, man. Let's. Uh, All let's right, so we're talking with the future. Yeah, absolutely. But welcome everybody. Welcome uh, to back. Uh, this is going to be the second episode of Beers with Dave's. Uh, today I'm drinking a Dirty Blonde from Nine Locks. Uh, fantastic beer. I've drank many of them. And what are you drinking, Dave? Uh, I am also Dave. Hello, everybody. I'm drinking a Grolsch. I don't know how, if that's how you pronounce it. Um, I don't where. Are they, where is it from? Grolsch is from. Was it Germany? Yeah, I don't know. But Grolsch, if you want to send me money, <laughs> uh, please, because you have a delicious product. Is it, is it good? I don't know. What's that? Nine Locks is a, a fantastic beer for anybody who doesn't know. It's small. Uh, <laughs> Microbrewery? I don't know if they're so micro now. They actually um, got in a lot of trouble recently because they're, they're it's called Dirty Blonde. Yeah, and it caused a, caused issues because apparently it was too. Um, you know, we covered this name. in the last one too, right? Okay, well, so we should buy different types of beer. Then. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm pretty sure the first time it was hard to get you to talk, and now uh, I can't get a word in. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided to take charge. Okay, uh, <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna. Absolutely own this. Uh, okay, so first topic here, we're going to talk about the future. Uh, you know, this whole kind of like self-driving car, solar panels, solar roofs, Elon Musky type stuff. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I think that um, maybe what we don't need to do is we don't need to send a Tesla into space. Why? They sent a monkey into space, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. I think when they sent a monkey to space, it was to see if humans were going to die. Okay. What's the point of the Tesla? <laughs> Maybe they want to drive in space. Let's speak about that. You know how sad it is that there was a dog sent to space, and then it, they just had no plan to ever bring it home? Really? Yeah. A dog. Yeah, there's but a whole monument a for the dog, too. But why a dog? Of all things, like I understand the monkey because you know it's, it's as close to being a human as a human is. But what's the dog proof? I think it was a, a, a Russian spaceship. And uh, I think it was a, um, a a dog that they found on the streets. Bring your mic closer. Okay. Um, you could tell he's really thinking of what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a dog they found on the streets, and they did a bunch of testing. And uh, the dog dealt well under pressure, and they just wanted to see what happened to a living being. How do you gauge if a dog does well under pressure? I think they would just spray it with a hose. I don't know. Do your dogs do well under pressure? No. <laughs> no? See my dog Bogart. Sometimes I'll, I'll be like, where's Bogart? And he's just standing in a corner. He's just freaked out. 
he doesn't like uh, smoke either. So he just like if he's like you burn something on the stove, Bogart's just sitting in a corner. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, I think uh, as far as uh, the future goes, um, it's it's going to be fascinating to see how technology, like how travel changes. We got to get back to this dog here, okay? So, so they send this dog in space, yeah, and it was the Russians. I think it was the Russians. Yeah. You know what they did? They, were, they tried to get rid of man's best friend. Um, this is how they take over the world. Well, they were going to do a monkey, but they ran out of time because they were Russian. Huh? <laughs> that's good, man. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah, but there's a whole statue for this dog, too, because this dog's a hero. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to know fascinating? So, uh, for those that don't know, I uh, spent a lot of time in the military, and by a lot of time, it was seven years, so not as, uh, as much as some. Um, I was in the ammunition explosives world, and so I got to study a lot of the differences between, you know, like North American slash like allied, if you want to call it that ammunition, and then um, Russian made ammunition. And it's uh, absolutely fascinating how technologically advanced the Russians were in terms of uh, ammunition, yet how rudimentary it all was. Sorry, I blanked. As soon as you say it, it's absolutely fascinating, you should have seen the <laughs> level of times Dave says things are fascinating. I'm like, hey, do you want this pasta? Put tomato sauce on these noodles. And he's like, that's absolutely fascinating. It is. It's your go-to. You have like four phrases. Okay, yeah. And the best part of doing this podcast, Dave, is we're going to hear all of your phrases, and then we can put it on an endless loop. <laughs> of you being like, fascinating, always excellent, and all your phrases. You know uh, what they need to make a loop of me with? Uh, you know that uh, music video with Gandalf? And it's just is the it? repeating of the Gandalf uh, song. No, like you shall not pass or something. Or? No, I don't remember exactly. <laughs> this makes the story so bad, but give it's Gandalf. Hints. It's just repeated. Let's uh, let's uh, let's look it up here. Okay, okay give me a second. We really uh, deviated from the future. <laughs> yeah, we did, but it's okay. This is a good one, Gandalf song loop. Uh, oh yeah, it's this one. This is gonna be really loud. I hope. I hope not. Okay, there's an ad. We got to support. Our nice uh, channel here. Oh, the WWE game. No, no. You know this one? And it, this is all it is. But it's not even Gandalf saying anything? No, no. It's just Gandalf nodding his head. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I did not know this. Okay. <laughs> okay, anyway. So the... I think at the end of every episode, you should play that song. <laughs> and move our heads. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so... We've got, uh, we're talking about this, this sending a Tesla into space, right? But what I think is really interesting is this whole thought process of living on Mars. I don't understand it. I don't know why we'd want to live on Mars at all, except for total recall. That's why. I think people just think it's cool. Yeah, but the, you, but people are spending, you know, millions, billions, trillions of dollars. Think of, think of the whole, like, everything in history was just people trying to figure out whether or not they could do things. Oh, I wonder if I could fly. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I wonder how tall I can build a building. I just want to see. I wonder if I could grow a potato on Mars. Yeah, but it always went with, I wonder if I could fly because then we can, you know, send things places or go places where we never were able to before. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing as Mars. Okay. I want to go to Mars. To do what? I don't know. Um, I think going to the moon is kind of stupid too, don't get me wrong, because the moon has done nothing for us either. If it even happened. <laughs> wow, wow. We saw the shadows. Yeah. Yeah, the sun wasn't in the right spot. I did the calculations. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think the theory is that the world is, uh, is going to be depleted from resources, and they're trying to figure out how to put us on Mars. And, uh, and, and I don't know, instead of, uh, they should probably put more money into global warming. Yeah, something. <laughs> do, do, but you see what bears. I mean? There's polar bears, because they're running out of ice. They're going to go to Mars. Mars is very cold. Polar bear is going to love it. Mars is close to the sun, though, right? Yeah, I think it's cold. I don't know. It's <laughs> closer to the sun. Yeah, okay. So wouldn't it be warmer? Um, I, okay, I just want to tell everyone something. I'm not a scientist. I know very little about science. <laughs> the minute Dave said anything about self-driving cars, I said, oh, no. <laughs> but that's the best part about this because I think we are both highly uneducated on all of these topics. Okay, so uh, I think we can conclude that we both think going to Mars is stupid. 
Uh, I think there is much better things to do. Yeah. Uh, and I think the world in this terrible state that it's in, I don't know, shouldn't care about Mars. This is my, yeah, absolutely. And then there's like Mars training camps. And didn't uh, SpaceX do, I think it's SpaceX, didn't they uh, do like a round to like, uh, you know, you volunteer to go to Mars and there's no return tickets? Just like that dog. That's what they're doing, man. Just like the dog, man. They sent man's best friend. We should have a moment of silence. We should. But on a podcast. No one will know if the thing to stop playing. Yeah, we're, we're not going to do that because people are going to just leave. Uh, so, uh, you know, later, later, we'll do a cheers to the, the dog. To yeah. the dog, buddy. Yeah, cheers. All righty. Okay, so uh, we're done with uh, with the Mars conversation. We're talking about uh, self-driving cars. I think it's like a self-driving transport trucks I've seen. Ah, oh, this is cool. So I, I have the I have conflicting views on all this type of stuff because do I think it would be way more efficient? Absolutely, but I think a lot of people would be out of jobs. Yeah. But my question is right. So for uh, a truck, you need all of the manufacturing surrounding the truck. Right. You need the driver themselves, and you need um, the mechanic. I don't think the mechanic would go anywhere. I don't think the all of the industries around the truck would go anywhere. I think the driver would lose their job don't get me wrong which is which is sad but how many jobs are going to be created surrounding the technology of maintaining the new technology yeah no i I agree i think that it would replace jobs as it would get rid of it but that's the problem you need to adapt you look at my industry i sell mortgages uh what a what an industry that's going to change in 20 30 years um imagine the amount of technology that's probably going to replace some humans yeah, absolutely. Um, it's crazy. But you just have to adapt to it. Yeah, I think your job could be done by an app. It eventually probably will at some point. I think any everything financial will be. Yeah. Give it give it give it 25, 30 years, I completely agree. Yeah. Um yeah, 100% I agree. So that's just something you have to adapt to it. Cuz if you don't, it's no different than everything else. It's like somebody that won't, you know. How long is uh because then Nova Scotia is a little behind on this. Ten years, yeah. I'm assuming that. Uh, let's talk about coal for a second. What, what? Coal, like like the yeah, object coal. coal. Okay, got it. Yeah, I know. That, a lot that was people. the main heat source for or power source for like everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then you look at Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia was like the last one to hold on to it. You look at other parts of Canada. You look at actually what they've used to produce power. Uh, and the type of uh, you see more wind farms. You see more uh, solar. You see a bunch of extra stuff in other parts of Canada. Um, I think our province is an interesting model of how slow uh, sometimes we are of actually adapting to things and how it doesn't necessarily benefit us to just kind of stay with things. Yeah, but I think, uh, and, and I mean, we're both business owners, right? And, and I think there is a big belief of keeping jobs, right? Mm-hmm. Which I, which I obviously is fair and don't get me wrong. It's, a, it's also a very political. Thing yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, and you know, you imagine the coal mining industry at the time that was probably huge in Nova yeah. Scotia. I have no idea. Um, I, I haven't lived here that long. Um, but now you say, okay, now there's going to be no more coal producing energy farms. <laughs> this is horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, all those jobs would be gone. Yeah. Right, and so so, what do you end up doing? So it's a whole industry that collapsed. You know, you look in New Brunswick, for example, uh, a small province in 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 Canada. Um, there was a uh, Sussex, New Brunswick had a potash mine. Yeah. Right, and it just it just shut down. Like literally, the whole city went into like this minor depression. Right. What do you what do you do? Well, you have to. Well, the thing is, you look at it. You, you get rid of someone's job. What are they going to do? They're going to be forced to get another job. They're going to be forced to adapt. I, I, yeah, I completely it, it might agree. take a while, and it might destroy some communities. But people, people are very adaptive. I'm always, like, I'm always shocked how adaptive people are, especially when you have no choice. Um, so, what do you think is better? Do you think, do you think, as a society, we should care more about the overall success of society as a whole, or do you think we should care more about individual communities or do you think there's a line i I think um i think it must be very hard for a province or a country or a state um to think objectively in a very small fashion i think it's probably much easier to uh, come up with ideas in the grand scheme of things than it is to see what's good for the small community what's good for this small community i bet it's nearly impossible for a country to really cater things uh, yeah, I think that's 100% right. I think it's impossible to truly 
know what the right option is because you gotta you gotta imagine what what would be best for everyone may be very 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 bad for the individual we're all individuals at the end of the day and as humans i think we're very very selfish and i don't necessarily mean that in like economic means but we're all looking out for our own self-interest first and then if we want to be you know giving after that that's great yeah. right um but i think uh i think that we should uh there has to be a line i just don't know what that line is because, I mean, fundamentally, I believe that we should do what's in the greater good of everybody, even if it means that I personally suffer because of that result. Although, you know, if I was experiencing whatever sacrifice would be required, I don't know if I'd be so forgiving of well, it. Let's just talk about uh, COVID. Yeah. COVID's um, still happening. Uh, what's something that companies have really had to adapt to? Uh, remote services. Sure. Yep. Zoom, online meetings, online uh, electronic signatures. Yep. So let's just compare that to a country. Okay. Um, if I was a, a company that did not accept uh, electronic signatures or did not accept video calls, uh, would I stop um, working? Would I stop producing? You would. Um, not 100%, but I would be dramatically affected. Okay. Yeah. Um, there'd be some people, yeah, oh, yeah, I'll stick with you. But you would be dramatically affected. Um, so the problem, I think, with a, like a, a country um, trying to keep um, things the way they are to keep people happy, to keep things the status quo versus trying to evolve constantly uh, is I think you will get hurt eventually. And then you might not be able to compete the same way as a country that's so orientated in advancements and tech and all that different stuff. Um, yeah. And, and, and I don't, I don't disagree with that. Don't get me wrong. When you're talking on the, on the global scale, I completely agree with you that, that we are much better sacrificing the small minority for the greater good of everybody, right? Um, I think that's hundred uh, percent, right? The question is, though, is is if you were the person, the little person, right, that's getting impact, do you think you'd feel the same way? I, I get what you're saying, but I, um, I as a person, uh, I, I, um, especially my business, I adapt. As quickly as possible. <laughs> yeah, you have no choice. Absolutely. The, the, there's no choice in business. Like when right? I hear a complaint from a client or I hear a complaint from somebody, I look into it, I see what happened, I adapt. Um, so that's the that's just the way that my brain kind of operates. So it, it's a little hard for me to, to see it. I, I get what you're saying. Um, but when it comes to that selfishness, there's also yeah. the self perseverance. What's the word? Perseveration, perse- perseveration, perseverance. Okay, yeah, that that one. Yeah, um, <laughs> I have to adapt, or else my family won't get food. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So that's the yeah. Stuff. It's 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 interesting, right? Because you know, you look at you look at a lot of these industries that are being absolutely crazily changed, and a lot of it has to do with the automotive and, and the power generation spaces right now, yeah. right? And and with that comes comes a whole other host of industries that are being impacted. Like Tesla's working on these these. You know, solar tiles, which have, I think they're guaranteed for life, like yeah, the actual tile, cool. right? And they last for absolutely ever. So now you think about the, the roofer that's being impacted. Now you think about the power generating workers. You think about all of the resources that are required to go into that for this one product that's built to last for life. And I get that that's better for the individual that actually has the tiles, but maybe inadvertently they work in an industry that's largely funded by these other places, right? The, pro- the problem with it is... And I, I agree that you don't want to ruin someone's job. Um, but the problem is, is if the roofer can get less jobs, and, and then I think there's no choice. The roofer has to then learn how to frame, or the roofer has to then learn how to do something. You have to adapt. Uh, absolutely. So I that's the problem agree. with it is you go, oh, we don't want to affect all these roofers. Um, but maybe what has to happen is less people get into the industry, and maybe people change jobs, and then you have less roofers doing it because you just have to adapt. You have no choice. Sure, sure. So and, yeah. I, and, and, and I yeah, and I'm just trying to be devil's advocate because I don't necessarily agree with all the points I'm saying. But because you are the devil, <laughs> um, I, I just unfortunately I think people have no choice but to adapt. There's nothing we could really do. Yeah, um, especially with the way technology is coming in. If you don't embrace it, uh, it's going to be very tough for you to uh, succeed in, the, in your career. It's not every industry, but it's a lot of industries. Fair. Um, so, are you gonna get solar panels ever? Uh, yes, I am. Um, I, I actually, um, 
no, I think I want to get a windmill. Well, why? Well, I guess you're I'm up on, on a hill. hill with a ton of wind, and I just think I could. And I like the look of them. I think they look cool. Okay. Um, I have a farm too with um, sheep, goats, and cows. And so, um, you're going to get like the old cattle one, where you strap all the animals to the big wheel. Y- yeah, that's exactly what I was going to do. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> what do they do? They kick and then moves it. What's the? What do you mean they kick? They walk. They walk in a circle. Oh, so it's on the okay. I see. It's like a merry-go-round. Yeah, and okay. I think you actually it'd be I better to do your dog. Just the cow is just tied to it. You it's can just, do your dog. Uh, so you can strap like you know those uh, those uh, things. Uh, you see the videos of like the big fat cats or the big fat dogs that have like the, the strap that has like a donut in front of them. Oh yeah, and they're on the treadmill. Family I think, guy had that with the Twinkie attached to his son on the treadmill. Yeah, I think you could do that, but with your animals to generate power. Yeah, I'll probably use the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, but I just think it'll look cool. Yeah, my uncle's had a windmill. Uh, forever, he had windmill, and he actually has a, a wood mill that produces the uh, takes their pulp and turns into power. Yeah, um, it's funny because the technology's been around forever. It's just like we the know power of wind. Yeah, yeah, has yeah. been. Yeah, but I, you don't see people utilize it very often. It's true. It's true. Solar okay. solar seems more. It's like um, it's like ductless heat pumps. You see this big uptick. Everyone's the big thing. I think solar is the next big thing. Well, the thing is, it's becoming cheaper and cheaper and cheaper every single year because there's more advancements, right? And, and and I think this is an interesting conversation about cost versus reward, right? Is I find that, yes, the cost of the actual panels, which is seemingly what everybody references, is going down. Uh, the cost to install, it's going up. And, and I think this is directly related to how people sell it, right? Because they're selling um, solar as a replacement for your energy and they're pricing it based upon what you'll save, which is based of a function of how efficient your panels are. Yeah. Right? Which is a genius sales tactic. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's kind of annoying. Um, but yeah, I want solar panels. Yeah, you almost need to like find the renewable product before it's a fad. Before yeah, everyone yeah. realize they can get rich off of it. Absolutely, right? Um, <laughs> but I mean, we... You're the one person that buys a windmill. So we know someone that started a solar company. Yeah. Uh, very successful now. Yeah. Yeah, like ridiculously... We should have got in on it. Yeah, we definitely should have got <laughs> in on it. Uh, but yeah, they they I see their posts on Instagram all the time, and, and they're doing a new house on a weekly basis at least. Yeah, we thought it was a better business move to just buy a bunch of raw land. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bad move. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's good. Okay, uh, so swinging directions here, uh, slightly self-driving cars. Do you want one? No. Why? I, I don't. I, I For me to buy something, I need to need. I don't feel like I need one. Okay. So I actually am surprised by that answer because Dave lives like four hours away from the office. And uh, I think he'd like to regain that time. <laughs> actually, yeah. well, actually, I want to, um, if I can just not do the drive sometimes, it would be more ideal for me than having it. It's not the way I, life works. I, all right. All right. I Okay. Just for the purpose of this conversation. Yeah. It would be interesting to be. You just have, I'm there with like an actual desk and a computer and I'm working. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that would be. Or at least be productive, cool. right? Yeah. You know? Um, all right. I changed my answer. Okay. You're right. If I could, one of the, because re- when you look at actually my reason why of wanting to stay home, the reason why I like to stay home is because I don't want to waste. Uh, All that time driving. An hour and a half driving. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Okay. You sold me. You're a salesman. Great. Sign here. Um, okay, cool. I, I, I think the same thing. I only drive 15 minutes to work and absolutely, hands down, I want to sit there and do nothing. Yeah. I basically do that already. Especially when you're stuck in traffic, you can watch Netflix. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by, <laughs> no, we're not allowed to do that. We're cur- Napster. <laughs> Napster. For all of your music needs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there a documentary about Napster? I might be thinking. I might be thinking of uh, a movie. Was it? Uh, is it the movie of story of Facebook that he met the guy that made Napster? Yeah, the guy that yeah, the yeah. guy that made Napster is a part owner, I think, of Facebook. Okay. Yeah. Because imagine Napster. You you create this product that everyone loves. You're getting free music. It's not his fault. It's illegal. There were, I don't think there was rules. Yeah, but I think that's. I think there's a lot to it, right? It was the way it was advertised. Because yeah. I mean, like everything about it, right? And then and then it just. <laughs> I. You know, you think about it, you create you create Napster, which I think got sued and lost and all this type of stuff, right? And then after that there was like LimeWire that ended up coming out. That was Kaza. my generation. Yeah, that Kaza those, was first, I think. Yeah, those were my generation. Uh I don't 
Naz, uh, Napster, Napster came out. Was the tail end. Uh, yeah. It, so, it was still our generation, I think. Yeah, I just never used it. I just never used it. But it was interesting. Uh, anyway, it was a interesting piece yeah, of stuff. Back then, we we're talking about the future, but now we're going past. Back then, it was MSN. That's how you talk to people. Yeah. Before that was ICQ. That was my brother and sister's age. It was ICQ. That was MSN. I remember ICQ, man, because you when you typed, it made... And you could see what people are typing, if I recall correctly, or I'm making that part up, but it seems like it's legit. Yeah, I don't remember the sound, but I do remember like being on my computer, and you downloaded music from Kaza, and I remember just listening to a bunch of S Club 7. Very cool. Yeah, on my Windows Movie Make player, I went to Windows Music Player, and you'd see all the lights and all that stuff, and you're playing it. And you'd be like, "Whoa, let's yeah, go yeah. With my music." I remember uh, that it was like the cool thing to have as many music in your collection as possible. Like, I remember you know having like one of the first iPods and having just a ridiculous amount of music, more than you'd ever really be able to listen to, and uh, you you were in like the cool kids club. I remember uh, when ringtones. Um, you would spend money on, on yeah yeah it was before you could actually have a real song yeah yeah uh, you just have like a like I, I remember one of my friends said lips of an angel by Hinder but it has like beeps okay and it was just like the tone the tune I think he paid two dollars for it or something like that but it's funny how technology worked like I remember back then I had a I had a cell phone that you could plug in and I had free music and I cropped it and I made my own ringtone. My ringtone was Before He Cheats by Carrie Underwood. And someone would call, and Carrie Underwood would sing, and I would, I would purposely not answer it so people can listen to the song. Okay. Um, but it's funny how free everything was. When Internet first came out with us, how you could do things. I remember making a website, a joke website, when I was like 10. On GeoCities. I don't remember what it was, but I remember you pressed a button, and it was a website. It was posted. It was GeoCities. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Through Yahoo, right? I don't remember. I just remember my brother's like, you can make a website. And I was writing jokes. Okay. One of my jokes was, uh, why was the tomato red? I don't know. Because it saw the salad dressing. This is exciting. <laughs> you should take this mic, bring it down, point it like mine so people can see your face. Let me say the joke again. Was that why I didn't deliver well? And then bring it over because if you're going to talk to me, there we go. We're going to make it so we can hear Dave. Okay. Much better. Let me talk the whole thing again. So you can see your, you can see your bars. Okay. <laughs> um... All right, we're talking about the past a lot. So the future. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the future. What are we talking about? I don't know. Self-driving cars. So we've done self-driving cars. We've done um, renewable energy, kind of. Yeah, renewable energy. We did that. Okay, let's uh, let's move on. It's Mike. How do I drink my beer? Well, you move it out of the way, so people don't hear your nasty ass slurping. It's gonna happen. Yeah, it is. Okay, so we're half hour into this. Let's talk about the meaning of money. I think this is a deep conversation. Meaning of money? Yeah. What, what does money mean to you? Um, being able to do what you want. Okay. And uh, comfort. Yeah. I think it's the, uh, it removes a, uh, the, the stress out of decisions. It's choices, it's options. Well, there's a part of money that is, uh, you have to have <laughs> something to feed your family and you have to pay your bills. And there's a real kind of negative part of money. And then there's the other stage where it's exposable, um, exposable money where it kind of gets a little fun. Uh, so it, it, it kind of, I think what it means to people really depends on what they have left over. When you talked about takes the kind of fear out of some decisions, that's only if you have enough money to pay your bills or money left over at the end. I completely agree. Um, I, completely I think for agree. a lot of people, uh, Dave and I are both in the money business. Um, the finance business. Yeah. We don't lend money. <laughs> yeah, we just print money. Um, for a lot of people, I think it's probably the biggest stress in their life. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's, it's. Oh, no, no, no. Just take your time. Work. Work during our podcast. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think you're right that it, it significantly removes choice when money's not there. Yeah, right? 100%. And, you think of the stress that um, that exists. It's uh, it's not good, man. It's not good. Well, even um, I, I I do a commission sales job. It's been plenty of times during my career um, when I was building up the business where I just had no idea what was coming in, 
and I was always worried. So even buying gas, you were just thinking like, will this car even work? Uh, things like that. Uh, it, it was, it was, it's a very big stressor. And I think it's funny because I, I, I think I got used to stress, um, but it probably slowly kills you inside. Well, I think there's been uh, a lot of of studies, looks at how stress impact people and, and how finances impact people. Like, I don't know, I can't remember the exact stats, but I think that, I think money's the number one reason for a divorce. Um, I, 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 I don't know numbers on this, but I, I have... I have encountered people who, you know, committed suicide over money, um, that type of stuff, right? So money is no joke, man. Money is absolutely no joke. Yeah, and it, the thing is, too, is it, it affects everybody. Um, so, like, I have two young kids. You have a young kid. Yeah. Uh, it's funny, from a parent standpoint, the pressure it is to have the proper toys to have all the fun stuff for your kids uh and, and i think social media doesn't help things because um you look at social media you look at instagram um you see p- people's pictures of like their bounty castle for their kids oh he's got this new play host oh he's got this new slide and all these parents are just competing all the time trying to have like everything for their kids but it's, it's I, I like my son has ch- more fun playing with rocks than he does with the toys we buy um, so it's like, why would we buy him this nice, nice playground where he'd much rather just play with sticks and rocks? Yeah. I think part of it is what we want people to see. There's yeah. like, there's a bit of, Hey, look at all the nice stuff my son has. I'm a good parent. Um, and I fall victim to that a little bit, but I think money is, puts a lot of pressure on everything. Uh, but I think there's this big uptick that social media does for parents. Um, because growing up, I had uh, my my family had uh, the same wooden playground that everybody had. You didn't have any custom stuff. We had a soccer ball. We kicked in between trees. Like it, it was nothing complicated. Um, what do you want to read? You guys stop banging on the desk. Okay. So <laughs> instead of him telling me, he wrote it and then told me to look at it. I tried to be good. I'm trying to be a good friend. Okay. The internet's going to hate you. All right, let me write something too. Um, stop working. <laughs> you just fucking stop here. working. <laughs> I'm telling this whole story, and he's just there reading an email. You're, you're talking about how money impacts people and how social media has this perception and puts this perception on people that they have to keep up with the Joneses. I'm listening to everything. Okay, hold on. I just got to. Can we pause so I can get my laptop? I just want to. I think, I think I heard some buzzes. I can send some emails <laughs> while you're talking. <laughs> We can see how well you can keep it the going. The clock never stops, man. <laughs> okay. But no, I think social media has got an impact on money. I got, without a doubt. You talk, you know, it's, um, I think that the stress, and, and obviously I didn't live in, in generations past, right? But I think that the stress that people face with money now is way different than it was in the past. Um, you think about it, you know, Facebook didn't exist in the past. Social media didn't exist in the past. So really your you know, keeping up with the Joneses, quote unquote, was based upon the people that lived around you and the people that you worked with. You know, it wasn't based upon the social media influencer that has two, three million, you know, Instagram followers that's buying, you know, thousand dollar friggin' yoga pants or whatever, yeah. right? Um, whereas now, you know, there's entire influencers that are dedicated to raising children. So apparently if you don't raise your children in the way they want, well, apparently you're just you know, you're, you're a crap parent. Right? Yeah, if your kid doesn't have bog shoes and you don't make homemade salsa for supper, you're a bad parent. Uh, absolutely. So yeah. I, I think that that has a huge factor into it. And, and you know, I've, I've read that, you know, back in the 80s slash early 90s, the average family had like, you know, 15 things on their budget, for example. And now it's like 2025. 20, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's easy to imagine that, you know, you've got you've got cable, internet, you've got your phones, now you've got the Netflix subscription, you've got all these other little things that come out that just really start to add up. You know, I actually did a, another podcast uh, this morning on on overdraft fees uh, and just bank fees in general. And it's crazy. Like, the average family probably spends upwards of like $1,000 a year just on bank fees, right? Yeah, but it's normal, so that there's no questions. So Absolutely, people yeah. don't even don't even question it at all, and they just keep living their life, right? So, to 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 me, money 
can be can, money can definitely be can definitely be evil, right? If you if you think about um, if you think about oh man my my mount here is is going I'm losing it. Oh, this is bad. Oh, try not to bang that desk, Dave. You keep this up. You go. You got to right. take money over the show. Money can be evil. What else is evil? Warlocks. <laughs> Are we talking about warlocks now? What about gargoyles? No, no, we're not talking about any of that stuff. <laughs> you can't stop me. <laughs> I got the mic. Gargoyles was a great TV show when I was young. What's the? Uh... <laughs> I'm tr- I'm sorry for all the loud noises, man. I almost lost my mouth. That would have been crazy. Especially with how much money you spend on evil money. No, no, dude. These are like $26 <laughs> mic mounts, man. So if they break, it's fine. Uh, but at the same time, I don't want them to. Yeah, he actually charges me $5 to use it every time. Yeah. Dave, uh, Dave pays me to be his friend. But yeah, anyway, so money can definitely be evil um, when it's acquired and used inappropriately. But at the end of the day, it... it well, it's so well, necessary. For you, you, can't, you can't live without it. You look at, I'm just going to talk about my farm for a second. Uh, in my family, I have the, I'm the one in the family that's most likely to be sustainable. I have a farm. I have a forge to make tools. I have a bunch of stuff. And uh, where can they check you out for your forge stuff, Dave? Oh, it's at the Forge Brothers. Yeah. And who's your, 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 your forge brother? Oh. It's not me. Yeah, no. Because I don't leave my house. Uh, his name's Isaac. He doesn't like to give out his last name, but it, it's him. <laughs> It rhymes with Bill. <laughs> yeah, rhymes with Bill, but the B is an H. Uh, <laughs> uh, but you look That's at my funny. property, which can be pretty sustainable. Uh, you still need seed. You still need power. You still yeah, absolutely. Need, I need power to run my well. So it's like okay, you get solar. The amount of stuff that I would have to do to become a fully sustainable thing to not need money. Yeah, it would be next to impossible. So it's not well, set I think, up. I that, think it would be impossible because I mean, even if you look at at solar requirements and stuff like that, you still have to be hooked up to the grid, like legally. I, I think in, I don't. Uh, from my understanding, you if you're fully done, I don't think they can. If you're fully taken off the grid, I thought you could be a hundred percent sustained, but you couldn't do any combination of the two. You can start your own autonomous zone if you need to. Yeah, Daveville. <laughs> president my wife <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is you're not even the vp no, no that's lincoln my son <laughs> yeah man <laughs> bogart's the secretary <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm the person that goes in front of the group and says the bad news that's right the president's busy <laughs> <laughs> that's funny was man. that the secretary of state uh, something like that dude i don't know i don't know <laughs> i really don't oh we're talking oh yeah money okay yeah, money meaning of money yeah so yeah, it's it, it, you know what another funny thing is is that we're in a culture that doesn't barter. You know what's fascinating? I um I was attending a, a business meeting the other day and somebody told me about this uh this service in Canada at least and I don't know if it's all across Canada called Trade Pals. And it's a bartering system. Really? I was like this is fascinating. Yeah. And so you join and you have to you have to barter your services and times, right? But anybody else in the network you can go to them and use their services for free, and it's not free because you pay these barter dollars, right? Which then goes into the pot that they can use to barter with other people. Yeah, and and yeah, I what I, I think I said the wrong word. I meant haggle. Like we don't. Uh, I think other cultures argue what things are worth. I don't yeah. think Canada does that. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen any of these movies of people like traveling to China or traveling to some of the Asian countries where um, that type of, of, of mentality exists more. But, you know, they'll walk into like a shoe store and it's clearly a shoe store with a, just a bunch of fake products, right? And the person's like, yeah, you know, it's going to cost however many, you know, whatever the local currency is, which works out to be like three, four hundred US dollars. Yeah. And then they haggle them down to like 12 US dollars. Yeah. And it's all like... I don't know if we want that type of society where. Yeah, but it also shows how willing we are just to pay whatever the price is. Um, mm. Like I was, I do an example. My wife's got this branded rubber boots. I forget what the name is. I think it's Hunter, Hunter boots. Bog. Yeah, I think it's Bog is the new thing. Um, but yeah, Hunter boots the same example. I don't keep up with the trends. Do you know how many rubber boots I could buy for the price? Probably so many. Eight. You can go to Canadian Tire, man, and on special, you could probably get 20. 
Yeah, but there's this brand thing that people want, and they're willing to pay for it. They don't really care, and it's 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 because of it has to be because of social media. Yeah, uh, here's the thing though: is that I know for a fact that there is like there's three levels of quality, right? There's the there's the ultra affordable slash cheap, right? I'll actually even say there's four categories. There's the cheap, which is like you know very inexpensive but a shit product, right? There is affordable, which is going to be a decent product that's good. There's going to be the premium product that uh, is significantly better than the affordable product, but still within reason. And then there's a luxury product, right? Which is only marginally better than the premium product, but literally costs 10 times the amount of money, right? I understand the idea of buying a premium product, right? Um, Because you're getting significantly more value. Like if you look at the podcast setup, for example. It's like buying computers. You can't go cheap on computers. Absolutely, right? Because like the if you spend even $100 more on a computer, you're probably getting a computer that's twice as good as the one that's $100 cheaper, right? And if we look at podcast gear, I picked what I consider premium, but not certainly the luxury brand because the quality that you would get moving the next step up would be marginally better, don't get me wrong, yet the cost is you know, six, seven times the amount of money, and is it worth that extra spend? Yeah. And we'll get there eventually, you know, slowly but surely. But, uh, yeah. I'm going to go back on one of my own statements when I said it's got to be social media that does that. I think social media amps it up, and I think it gives you more people to compare to. But I remember growing up, um, skateboard culture was like the biggest thing when I grew up. So it was like I think that was just in your world, though. Fine, but we still had to wear DC shoes. You had to have Element stuff. You had to have um, Bird Hose stuff. You had to have all these. You had to have the Hurley hat. Yeah, you had to have the Hurley hat. You know, it's funny because I had a friend who always used to wear wear a Hurley hat, and we used to call him Hurley. Steve Malloy's his name. What up, Steve? Steve. Yeah, I never um, got to meet you, but I heard you're a great guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, in. uh, well, at least I haven't seen him in a lot of years. Think about him a lot, though, don't you? I, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he. Uh, I think he's the a musician now. I think he's a musician now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, maybe one day he'll sing for you, Steve Malloy. Yeah. yeah, Steve, if you're listening, send us your send us a song. We'll play it on the podcast. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Our with our with our one audience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's my well, mom. Not me. I haven't watched it. This is my mom. <laughs> <laughs> She's proud of me. Um, but you look at that, I, I wanted to get the brands that people got, but thing is I was comparing probably to 10 people, 20 people. I think with social media, you're just comparing it to thousands. So I think it, I think the, the base instinct was always there. It was just less to compare it to. And, and when you're young, I think you compare it to your own kind of group. Like you're in a, you're in an area that might be middle-class for instance. Um, you're comparing it to people that are kind of roughly the same. With social media, you're right. You sometimes you're comparing it with an influencer that makes phenomenal, like way. Yeah, more that's money. making that's making five hundred grand a year, freaking wearing you know Lululemon, uh, yeah. you know freaking yoga pants. Yeah, like this is this, and this is the part that I find society really, really just messes up as a whole. Is is you've got these people and good on them because I mean, talk about a business model, right? You're you're literally going there just sharing your life, and you've got these brands that want to work with you, and they're willing to pay you an obscene amount of money to do it. Right. Uh, yet people are looking up to these people. Right. They want to be like these people, and that's normal. That's that, and that's a trend that hasn't start started with social media. I mean, you look at your friend groups in high school. Right. There was always somebody you looked up to that you wanted to be, or you were that person who lived a sad life. Okay. Because um, <laughs> who did you look up to if you were the guy or the girl? Um, famous people. Were you that person? That people looked up to. Yeah. I don't think I don't I've seen pictures of you when you were a younger man. There's no way. No. And if they did, it was a sad existence. I think I was middle. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, for sure. I had this this weird stage where I was uh, probably definitely follower and then I just stopped caring. And that's clear very much with the way I live my life now. <laughs> but um I I think that that, that trend of, of following people has been apparent throughout history. And I think it's even worse now because now you're not comparing yourself to the neighbor who might make $10,000 more than you. You're comparing yourself to somebody that might be making millions of dollars a year. And how will you ever sustain that lifestyle? It's, it's just impossible. You're not even just comparing them to money or products. You're comparing them to the way people act. Like I don't think any culture, or I don't think, not any culture, I don't think any timeline 
got in trouble as much as our timeline, you have to be very careful. There's a lot of hate on the internet. So essentially, there what I'm there, there is a lot of hate. You're you're absolutely right. But kind of not comparing yourself to the the same attitude mentality. That's totally true too. But I think that's all a function of money. You know, talking about the, the meaning of money, right? You know, it. If if you don't have to stress out about your mortgage payment, if you don't have to worry about your car payment coming out, if you don't have to worry about oh, I want to take a trip to Paris, let's do it this weekend. You know, you have a whole different attitude on life. Okay. You know, life is freaking fantastic. Yeah. Right. Um. And and it'd be nice to get there. That that'd be super fun. Um. Maybe not Paris. France. France. Paris, I just want to so. sleep in. You just want. To- <laughs> Dave needs a nanny. Yeah. He's taking applications. Have, I would love to have a nanny. <laughs> He's taking applications. Yeah. It's going to be the same criteria as in Tiger King. <laughs> Jeff Lowe. <laughs> yeah, I own thirty plus animals. Yeah. Uh, you need to be able to uh, uh, clean up a lot of poop. Different species of poop. <laughs> yeah. Just that's it. That's it. Yeah. Honestly, if all the poop got cleaned up, I'd be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I, I think that uh, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Right, um, money money definitely buys options um, and choices. It's, it doesn't have to be the end all be all. You know, they talk about people that have money have more problems and not necessarily more problems, but, you know, have problems, period, right? Um, That's certainly true. Yeah, but I, when it says, there's more money, more problems. Yeah. I, uh, I, you didn't say it right, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't, more money, more problems. (laughs) I don't think that is fair to say um, because I highly doubt more money, more problems is as stressful as, Working two jobs trying to feed your oh, kids. Hey, absolutely, man. Like, <laughs> with, without a doubt. Yeah, just slaving away. Just you know? Trying to get by. Because I've, um, I've helped some clients that are just champions with their work ethic, just trying to get out of some tight spots. Man, I lived a good portion of my life where I literally ate white rice and soy sauce probably for like six, seven months. Yeah. That's all I ate. Um, so, um, uh, shout out to Derek Higgins. Uh, buddy of mine, we share an office together um, in one of my offices. Um, me and him started commission sales quite similar the similar time. And we just lived off of instant coffee and instant oatmeal for just years. And it's funny because I had instant oatmeal like today. But just to be clear, they had instant oatmeal that you looked in their cupboard. They had a bottle of booze for Friday afternoons. Yeah, but part of that, and <laughs> let's ignore the whole alcohol thing. A part of that is I thought that's what it was like to be a grown-up. It's it's true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. In the finance industry, you're like, oh yeah, you you have a, a scotch. Nobody has scotch. scotch Nobody has work. scotch. No man. one does. We're the only people drinking. Yeah, but we stopped working. To be clear, mm-hmm. Dave Dave looks at his computer, but he's got staff that are actually doing it. <laughs> um, but the but yeah, that was just a perception. I was watching too much Mad Men, and I had this thing. Oh, you wear a suit, put some hair product in, you drink some scotch. I was like, that that was the the way you did it. That's not it now. You actually go to work, you drink a lot of coffee, and you go on Zoom. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, talking about business quickly, and I know we've got uh, the next riveting topic of uh, dog or cat person, but uh, starting business is so hard, and I don't think that people realize the amount of effort, money uh, that it takes to start a business. Like most people don't realize, but usually your first few years of business, you're actually paying to make money. I uh, I was talking to my dad about this this weekend actually because there was um, a business that we drove by that was vacant, um, but also there's this empty restaurant close to my house that's been empty for you buy it? eight years. We can start a restaurant. I would love to buy it actually. I think it'd be so fun. Yeah, um, it's been empty for like eight years, and it's 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 in the main shopping center of everything. There's no restaurants really. I go, how is this not full? It was a bar. Yeah. How is it not full? You look in the window, it's got all the furniture and all that different stuff. Um, well, you also live in the middle of nowhere, though. <laughs> okay. It's not that far. It's Cape Breton. It's not Cape Breton. <laughs> they don't even know what Cape Breton is. <laughs> uh, I live about 35 minutes away from the, the city. Or four hours. It gets real country, though, every minute that passes. <laughs> That's true. Anyway, this place is vacant. Uh, yeah. And, but a, a few things talking to dad about it's so hard to get startup funds uh one thing that you and i learned is that 
unless you've been in business for two years, you can't really get money. Yeah, but two years with good financials. Yeah, two like, years of good financials. You can't really get funding. Yeah. Then how do you start? I understand well, there's some grants and stuff like that, but um, normal people need to walk into a bank and they need to get a loan. Which FYI, for any, uh, for any uh, 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 business owners or, or wannabe business owners, people that are thinking of getting businesses, if you need financing, do it before you leave your job. Oh, 100%. Because, 100%. Have that salary. Yeah, absolutely. So a little story. Uh, so spent time in the military, got myself out of debt, uh, developed a passion for finance, went back to school for finance, saved a whole bunch of money, and then used that to, to buy a business. And um, I remember I got out of the business, uh, got out of the military rather, went to the bank and said, yeah, I want to get a, a business credit card. and I only need $2,000. I don't need anything more than that. Um, I The way that some of my, my fees ended up working is they were only accepted through credit card, like a lot of online stuff. Uh, the bank said, no. Said, yeah, you don't have a job. You don't have any income. I'm like, yeah, but what about my last, you know, 10 years of life where I haven't missed any payments, have no debt? Like, what What? What? what do you mean I, I, yeah. I can't have a $2,000 credit card? Had I got, went to that, get that credit card when I was still in the military, they probably would approve me for 20 grand. Yeah, 100%. And that is the issue with trying to start a business. It's not that people don't have good ideas, they don't have good intentions. You can't get good products. And the problem with getting bad products or not getting products and trying to slowly do things as you make money is you just can't get the right equipment. You can't hire somebody. You can't get the right space. You have to cut corners. Um, and, and, and unfortunately, it makes a lot of businesses fail. It, 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 it's, it's, it's really interesting you say that because I, I kind of have a different perspective about it where I think that a lot of businesses, if they spent the time you know grinding and working hard, not smart rather than smart, yeah, you have to not survive. hard. I, I understand that, right? I, I get that. But like, for example, somebody starting a business might think that you know this podcast equipment is like you know the best thing in the world. This will not make us money for, for years. Hopefully not. It's actually probably going to cost us a lot of money. It is because we're sitting here freaking drinking beer during the day, (laughs) right? Um, But we do it because we like it and it's fun, right? But I think a lot of people get blinded by the whole fun aspect and looking again at these influencers that are making millions of dollars doing whatever, and it's just not. It's just not the same, right? Yeah, but I've seen mechanics that have worked at the at the same garage for twenty years, and they try to buy it, and no one will give them money. Yeah, it's 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 like it's it's a fairly proven model. Not only is that fairly proven, they know the business intimately. Yeah. Right? So it's insane. Okay. So Dave, uh, Dave is bailing on us a little bit early today. So I want to get to the most important topic of the day. Are you a dog or a cat person? It's tough. I think cat. Yeah. You know what? I've, uh, so I grew up being a dog person. Uh, in fact, my father despised cats. Um, and I despise cats because that's the thing that you do with a parent, right? I, I have a theory why we pick cats. Yeah, and uh, now I, I love cats. I have a theory. Okay, what's your theory? Uh, uh, both you and I yeah. uh, live fairly busy lives. Yeah. Cats require no effort. It's it's so true. Yeah. I yeah. own four dogs. My wife breeds standard poodles. Uh, Dog standard poodles. Um, go check it out. Yeah. Buy some poodles. Absolutely. Um, and before the, uh, the quote-unquote crazies go on about dog breeding and all this type of stuff, standard poodles are... Hyper, hypo, allergenic dogs. If you have allergies, you need to have this certain type of dog. You can't just go and adopt a hyperallergenic dog. Well, you can, I'm sure, but finding them would be very, very, very difficult. So uh, before the crazies come out, just understand. Yeah, and while we're talking about uh, not pissing people off, we should probably talk about uh, whether or not we want a vaccine or kids. Absolutely. And our sponsor of the day is a vaccine. <laughs> get them, yeah, take get, them all you can. Get rid of the mumps. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cat people, a lot, lot, lot of. Yeah, as I have busy. four dogs, I love yeah. my dogs. My dogs uh, uh, pee on my floor, they eat compost out of my sink sometimes. One time I came down, Bogart was just standing on the table. Uh, you does not cause me any issues, my cats. It's uh, <laughs> just yeah, so man. quiet. It's uh, yeah, it's crazy. And like cats, um, yeah, you got to clean a, a, a litter box every once in a while. But if I wanted to go on vacation, and I know this isn't a popular thing to say, but in theory, I could dump a whole bag of feed in a giant like cookie sheet. Yep. 
just have an endless amount of water. And my cats will be there when I get home. And, and they I, won't be pissed. Yeah. They'll actually be happy. They'll probably be annoyed that you're home. Yeah, versus the dog. Like, that could not work. It's the dead. dog would eat the whole food in the first day. Yeah. And then just be like, And oh. then puke it up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get visual. <laughs> eat but it again. I love dogs. But... I am busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, I, I I agree with you. Cats, especially are, when you get kids. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know why I hated cats. Obviously, it has to do with my relationship. Uh, my I grew up with stuff. a cat. Um, we had I had a dog once uh, for a short period of time, and then but I uh, I grew up with a cat. and I always loved cats. Yeah, man. We had to uh, get rid of our cats. Devastating because uh, my daughter was seemingly allergic to them. We got testing again. She's not, so we're probably going to get another cat. Just one, though. Yeah. Because I went from, what, six animals down to none in uh, about six months? Yeah. It was intense. I just want to let you know, though, my life, way easier. (laughs) Yeah. In that time period, I bought a cow. Yeah. And I think you had a whole bunch of cats. Not cats. I had puppies. Puppies. Yeah. You're going to have more puppies. Yeah. I lost two goats. So sponsor of the episode is uh, Dobbs Standard Poodles. They're having another litter. And Napster. To it. Yeah, and here's the trick. Is Download already, music your way. There's always a, there's already a waiting list for, for puppies, but if you pay double, you skip the list. Um, yeah, we're not going to say that. Oh. But, uh, yeah, pay double. <laughs> <laughs> I want the poodle. Uh, uh, just while we're on this quick thing, if anyone ever thinks about breeding dogs, it does not make money. <laughs> I have lost so much money breeding dogs. It is only a passion project for my wife. Yeah. Uh, this year it was some, but that still doesn't offset the thousands that were lost. So some people um, <laughs> just to discourage uh, puppy breeding. Okay, so you got to, I think uh, we should take a little segue here. And still on dogs, uh, you should talk about trying to get uh, Bogart certified. Okay. We got, we got this, uh, so we had a female dog. But how does this work? Like, how does the certification work? This is what we'll spend the next three minutes talking about. Okay. So there's, uh, I had a champion Bogart. So Bogart had to win dog shows. Uh, to be able to breed, right? Yeah, to be able to get right. So the breeder said, sure, if you champion him. And I think the theory was the breeder wanted to have the cred of having the show dog. Yeah. Helps her sell her dogs for more. Yeah. The whole thing, uh, and I'm in it. The whole thing's crazy. <laughs> just, I just want to rub my dog's belly. I do not care. They're a show dog. Anyway, yeah. Bogart, great dog. Uh, he was traveled the province. Uh, I think he even went to New Brunswick a few times uh, showing. Um, he would not win. People did not like him. Uh, the dog breeder had a he poodle. He's a pretty special dog, though. Yeah, but the, dog breed, the dog shower that we paid had a poodle, too. And I know she said it doesn't work this way. But her poodle won everything, and my dog didn't win anything. And I feel like I paid her to have someone to compete against. Because if you don't have another, the same breed, you can't win. A poodle has to compete against a poodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Hey, let's do that. Let's get into that manipulation game. So she was showing a, her poodle and winning against my poodle. And she said it doesn't work that way. I think it does. Anyways, How can it not work that way? Because he uh, was a puppy. Okay. So Bogart... Uh, did like four weekends of showing. He got participation ribbons every time. He's got like 16. <laughs> he thinks he's a champion. We tell him to. He really does. And he has the best posture ever. He, he does. He sits like a statue of a dog, and I think it's because he's a show dog. Yeah. He never won anything. Anyway, long story <laughs> short, I cost 1000 Yeah. Uh, and we had a neuter him because we weren't allowed to breed with him. Yeah, because it gets against the rules, right? Yeah, it's against the rules. We have the world's most expensive pet. We love Bogart. Um, and if Bogart's listening, he, uh, you are the father of all the puppies. Don't worry, bud. It was not Charlie. Yeah. Bogart's very proud of his family. <laughs> yeah, that's... Uh, but the dog, the dog industry is, is um, it's intense. It is. Yeah, fantastic. Cool, man. How was your beer, buddy? It's gone. Yeah, mine too. Dirty Blonde, Nine Locks, great beer. Love it. Can't, uh, can't say enough uh, about it. I, I I heard you say very little about it. It's true. I, I said stuff about it at the beginning. Yeah, you know what would be really cool? Uh, not that we're at this point by any means, but if any uh, beer companies want to sponsor us, we'll gladly drink your beer on air. Just to be very clear, though, we're not going to be exclusive because we don't do that type of shenanigans. Yeah, but uh, what Dave says is we're not exclusive, but we like free things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, everybody, thanks for... 
thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you in the next episode. And uh, and just to finish it off. Oh, oh, did I bang the table again? You fucking banged the table. <laughs> oh, God thanks damn. for swearing. There goes yeah. that video. Anyway, guys, uh, you've been listening to Beers with Dave's. We're stay classy, everybody. Yeah, stay classy, and we're going to play our new audio right now. Beers with Dave's. Have a good one.